0: Welcome back to another episode of Sisterly. Happy 2023. We're here. It's a new year. You've got Olivia. You've got Rebecca. We're ready to go. Oh, yeah. um, we appreciate you all going on a little hiatus with us as I was in the land down under. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will continue to refer to it as that exclusively. <laughs> um, but I'm back now. Back hanging right side up. Yeah. <laughs> No longer upside down. I honestly didn't even think about that until we were in Australia. And Jack's mom was like, can't you feel it? <laughs> I was like, what? You're in the upside down. She's like, we're hanging upside down. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're so right. We are. <laughs> now I'm back standing the right side yeah. up. I, do, I have to say the most jarring thing about being on the other side of the hemisphere was just the fact that it was summer. Yeah, that it was like so warm. Not even weather wise, because I'm used to like Rebecca and I, as a fun fact, used to go to Cancun every year for Christmas. I don't know why that kind of makes me giggle now. Just (laughs) I don't know. Like it's just like a random fact. (laughs) Like we were there every single year. But so not even the warmth part, but the sun part was what really threw me. That it was like light and like
1: not getting dark at like four PM.
0: Yeah, the sun set at like nine PM. I'm a whole different person when
1: the sunlight goes beyond four (laughs) PM.
0: I'm a different woman. Like in the winter today, I was walking back from like running some errands at like 4.15 and the sun was setting and I was like, oh, (laughs) the day is done.
1: (laughs) I am but a shell of my former self at 4.30 p.m. in the winter. (laughs)
0: This is so true. Like I honestly today I was, I went out, I went to the gym. I'm not trying to flex, but it is a little bit of a flex for me because- (laughs) I haven't been doing that a lot lately. So I got there. And afterwards, I had to reward myself. For get- truly, the reward was mainly for getting out of the house because mm-hmm.
1: – Just doing anything at all.
0: I said this to my therapist a couple days ago. and don't know, a couple, a couple weeks ago. And I it really, I felt like it was one of the most poignant things I've ever said, which was an object at rest stays at rest. And that's <laughs> how I feel about myself. <laughs> if I don't leave the house, I won't get anything done. Like as soon as I leave, I can knock out like five critical things. Yeah. But if I'm here in my pajamas on the couch, I'm at rest. And it is very hard to get the motion going. So yeah. I went to the bookstore afterwards and bought myself three books as a congratulations for leaving the house. I love that for you. I heard of like a little
1: tip on TikTok, which is like TikTok has all the experts and TikTok tells you that if you put on like sneakers, like pretty soon after getting up, like maybe you have your breakfast or something, but then you like put on sneakers, like you are way more likely to like actually go do things, whether it's outside of the house or inside of the house, like maybe you just like do tasks you need to do, but you're way less likely to just kind of like sit if you put shoes on.
0: That's so good to know.
1: Yeah. I think about that sometimes. Because like I'm sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. It's fine. I've accepted that yeah, this yeah. is what I'm doing today. But sometimes I'm like, I really need to do things that I don't want to. And I'm like, if I just put shoes on, I think right. I'll feel more likely to go do it.
0: No, I totally agree. That's a great tip. That is why whenever I wake up, I change from my pajamas into my work pajamas. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, look at me being productive, changing into my productive pajamas.
1: Yeah. You know? Sometimes I change into clothes that I could work out in because I'm like – it's, it's not a
0: guarantee that I'll work out,
1: but it makes it way more likely that I'll do it if I'm already in the outfit.
0: There's something about putting leggings on after work that just feels so hard to do. Like yeah. if it's five p.m. and it's dark out, and now I'm putting leggings on to go work out. No. Like are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. But if it's five p.m. and it's dark out, and I already have, have my them leggings on. on, right?
1: Exactly. It's it not becomes so just bad. like one less barrier or like one yes. less excuse to not work out. So I'm like well I'm already in the outfit I guess I could try
0: like totally and it's not like I try to balance between like okay do I not actually want to work out because if you don't want to work out you don't have to work out but there's this balance of like I do want to go it's literally getting myself out of the house that is so hard to do and it's not just for like a workout it's for anything like Mm -hmm. I think this is uh because of the pandemic I think this like really happened to me where I just got so comfortable being at home that now when I'm asked to leave, I'm just like, are you kidding me? But the second I do, it's like not a big deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So It's just like that inertia
1: of, like you're saying, an object at rest stays at rest. Stays at
0: rest. (laughs) I'm with you. Listen, my therapist like giggled a little bit when I said that and I am here for the laughs at therapy. After you saying
1: that, I'm just like imagining you being like really funny at (laughs) therapy and like your therapist being very entertained by you and I'm like – I feel like I need to be funnier. Like, I don't think I'm making my therapist <laughs> laugh enough. I think, like, I definitely- she enjoys me, but, like, I I sometimes make her laugh, but not that much. And I think I maybe need to up my comedy.
0: I definitely get worried that I'm not, like, entertaining enough, for sure. <laughs>
1: like- I think you're funny. But
0: you know um Chris
1: on TikTok? Chris yeah, Wilson, obviously. Daddy, of course. Daddy, yeah. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> He, like, sometimes films, like, his sessions where he's, talking to his therapist. Oh, my God. They crack me up. Like, they're probably not real. Like, they're probably not his actual therapist. Or maybe it's, like, a a friend or something. But it's just so funny to hear, like, they're, like, back and forth. And sometimes I imagine just, like... You're funny. So like I could imagine you like going to therapy and like actually like cracking some jokes with your therapist.
0: I definitely like don't take it to his extent because yeah. I do try to take it seriously. But I definitely like crack a couple jokes. And I have a couple therapists, fun fact. Um, just cute girly things. And one of my therapists is like pretty serious. Like she's it's very just nice. probably, like. Mm, Olivia are using humor to deflect no like. yeah, but when I but the thing is is that when I get her to crack a laugh it's like the biggest accomplishment yeah because like, oh, she is like not even pretty like, serious yeah so when she laughs I'm like mm, I really <laughs> knocked it out of the park <laughs> <laughs> I'm crushing my stand-up right now I'm crushing it listen sometimes I tell myself that I'm just like gonna be good at like I'm gonna become a stand-up like comedian. You'd be good at it. I
1: I think you would have the delivery for it.
0: I think the problem is, is that none of the jokes that I make, but I shouldn't say none of them, but like 90% of the time, like they're not intentional or like <laughs> they come to me in the moment. Like I'm not, these aren't like long winded jokes that I like build up in my head. of like, you know, yeah. like, you know, you always have people who are like good at telling an actual joke or like really good storytellers. Like that's mm-hmm. not me. I just like, Think of my trauma in the moment, and I bring <laughs> it up. <laughs> so, anywho, I don't know. If someone wants to let me know how I can turn that into a, a stand-up special, that'd be great.
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay, so, Olivia was in The Land Down Under. Yep. Um, the last time we all – Spoke, you were talking about how you would maybe like to meet a koala, maybe hold
0: one if there was consent. How did that go? So I will post a photo on Instagram because I did see koalas. Mm -hmm. It was phenomenal. I did not get to hold one. Yeah. The place that I went to, they did not have like a holding option, which made me feel like. That's, That's part, probably like for they, the best. It's probably for the best. Yeah. We went to, like, a sanctuary, which made me feel like, wow, this is probably, like, actually a good place for koalas. Mm-hmm. There was an option to take a photo with one, but unfortunately, they were sold out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jack was like, how do you sell out of these tickets? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, Jack, like...
1: Like, they get tired.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. It Maybe is they have exhausting. like hours of business,
1: and the koalas are now at rest.
0: Yes, it is exhausting to be the talent. Cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like to have your photo taken, like to have the those talent like, needs a
1: break, too.
0: Yes, everyone needs a break. Like, they're not getting paid for this. So, yeah. they need rest. Anywho, um, so I did not get a photo with the koala, but I took many photos of adorable koalas in their trees and i was just happy to be in their presence really yeah that's nice in their natural habitat in their natural habitat they looked very it was a very hot day but they had little misters on them and i was like i was also like can you scooch over i would love a spray (laughs) but (laughs) but i mean me please i did however get to feed a wallaby Wallaby which is sydney (laughs) yeah p Sherman 42 42. (laughs) wallaby way um For those of you who don't know or maybe don't remember because like I kind of forgot wallabies are basically just smaller kangaroos. Um, Yeah, I didn't know what a wallaby
1: looked like until you sent me a photo and I was like, oh, that's what a wallaby is. I
0: feel like a lot of times you think you're thinking of a kangaroo and you're thinking of a wallaby. Like they they kind of are one in the same. Kangaroos are actually much bigger Mm -hmm. um, and they have kind of longer faces. They look more llama-y. Yeah. The perfect way I would describe is like a kangaroo is to a llama as a wallaby is to an alpaca. Okay. You know? That's how I would describe the differences between the two of them. And I got to feed one and I got to pet its little head and like its little tongue was like scraping my hand while I like ate his little food. And it was joyous, honestly. Um, so that was great. I also got to see a wombat, which was oh. super cute. Apparently wombats are not very friendly. And Jack told me this phrase that's the best phrase I've ever heard, which is, if not friend, then why friend shaped? And that's how I feel oh. about wombat. <laughs> <laughs> like apparently
1: they're like, very why do you look sl- like that if you're not friendly <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah if not friend then why friend shaped
1: <laughs> that's funny
0: so anywho I saw another this is an aside but it's like a similar phrase there's this influencer I follow who is in Disney right now with her family and she was wearing a t-shirt that said if villain then why hot <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I funny. loved that Anywho, yeah um, So, yeah. So, I will post photos of the animals on our yes, sisterly Instagram. Do. And I'll post the one of me feeding the wallaby because that was pretty lit.
1: Love to see that. I was not in down under. No, uh, but you had a very
0: wholesome – I had like, a very
1: wholesome holiday. New England holiday. I did. Holiday, yeah. It was nice. Got to see all the different fam members. Got to see all the pets. Um – Got to see the Nutcracker in New York City. That was fun. And got to eat all the yummy foods. And Yeah, you
0: got all the treats. I missed out on a lot of treats.
1: So many treats. Um, Got to play a lot of good games, board games. Um, It was a good time. Uh, But I felt like afterwards I was very tired and Mike and I were a little run down because we both got sick. Um, Not COVID, but just like a bad cold. Um, so if I sound a little congested, that's why it's like lingering a bit. Um, but we're doing better. And but because we were sick, it meant that for New Year's we didn't do anything. We just kind of hung out and.
0: Chilled it's okay. I fell asleep at eleven forty-five p.m. on New Year's, so I felt
1: so bad. <laughs> I'm so You're like so close, but not quite.
0: The problem was that I'd had many wines, <laughs> yeah, and the many wines just made me really tired.
1: Yeah. You know? No, That's fair.
0: And so I was just down for the count. I was just ready to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. I felt better because... I then learned that Jack's sister was showering at midnight. So she also missed it. Like no one was really (laughs) No one was like doing a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everyone was kind of doing their own thing. So that made me feel better.
1: Yeah. We saw the ball drop. But then we realized as we were watching it that like because we have Hulu Live, like the stream is actually behind. So it was like we were (laughs) watching the ball drop. But it was like already the new year. Like it was like a couple minutes behind. But we were like, whatever. We just went with the the ball drop. Uh, Something we did last week is we saw Avatar. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and we have to discuss Olivia and we I have, have both discuss. seen it, but we haven't discussed our thoughts. Um, I know, though which we're is shocking. Skip ahead a couple minutes if you haven't seen it yet, and you don't want any spoilers or our hot takes on it. Um, I don't know Olivia's take, so I don't know if you loved it, liked it, hated it, but I have
0: thoughts. Okay, I'll I'll. Do you want me to start, or do you want to start? You can start. You can start. Okay, I'll start by saying I forgot how Avatar won. Like. Ended, to be we honest. watched like, a
1: video before we went because I literally
0: couldn't remember what was going on in Avatar. I remember as a child, I freaking loved Avatar. Like mm-hmm. Avatar One was one of my favorite movies. I, I realize now that it's like very problematic for many yeah. reasons. It like I was talking to my friends about this. Like Avatar is not a white savior complex movie. It's literally a white savior movie. Yeah. Like, it's not even the complex. Like, I forgot that they literally make the white man chief at the end of the movie. Right. I'm like, seriously? Like – Yeah. Yeah, we watched the- a
1: recap video and I was like – and I think Mike and I watched it like not – like maybe – like months and months ago or maybe even a year ago, but like not that long ago. And when I rewatched it, it was the first time I had rewatched it since like I feel like it came out. And I was like, oh. I like did not recall that the plot – had so many issues. Like I I feel like when it I feel like when it came out the first time, I think maybe because it was like it was such a new visual thing right like the, the effects and the 3D and the everything that I feel like everyone was like really sucked into that because that was so new and like right. no other movie had done that that we kind of like overlooked a lot of plot problems.
0: I also think like it was a different time. Not that it should have been not yeah. that it should have been accepted, but I think uh, yeah. it was because like the movie the first movie gives like major Pocahontas, like Exa- Disney it's, Channel it's Pocahontas. Basically vibes.
1: the plot of Pocahontas.
0: Right. It's like the Disney version of in which like Pocahontas Like, falls in love with the white man. Not the one where she was, like, kidnapped and brought to
1: Not the actual one. But, (laughs) yeah. In the Disney – It's literally Disney's Pocahontas is, like, the plot of Avatar 1.
0: Correct. And so my thoughts on Avatar 2 is, like, I wish that I could – Close my eyes to the problems and just enjoy the beautiful visuals because that's what yes. I I would love to be able to do that, but we can't. But we can't. you know, like we can't. do I'm that. I'm so we- glad that we didn't even discuss
1: our takes because our take I think is the same, the
0: exact <laughs> same. I'm not yeah. surprised. I mean, I'm surprised because that was my thing. I'm watching the second one and I'm like, I loved that it focused on the kids because mm-hmm. I thought the kids were cool. The kids are more interesting than the, the kids are more interesting than. But I was like first of all yeah once again like it's a white savior movie exactly. once again this one white man saves everyone the plot and is also- the same right. like it's the same story <laughs> they changed locations
1: but it is the same plot like it even the is- same villain right that's like, literally it's like it's like they they i couldn't believe like i was honestly so <laughs> shook as i was watching it because like, we know now that the first movie's plot is, like, kind of problematic. So I was right. like, okay, I'm excited to see what they do now. Like, new visuals and a new story. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. The story <laughs> is
0: the same? Like, they didn't the same change movie. it? They just had kids and then they redid the whole thing. Jack and I were saying this. We're like, this is so lazy. They couldn't even come up with a new villain. Because literally, I was saying, like, it would have been so easy for them to have his son, Spider. Which I was like, seriously, we were going with the name right. Spider. yeah. Um, like he could have been the one, he could have avenged his father, he could have been the villain. That would have been so easy. But no, what they right. did instead is yeah. they had his, his son, consciousness, right? His consciousness became an avatar, and then they had his son become the literal visual of cultural appropriation. Yeah. They had him become the literal yeah. embodiment of cultural appropriation yeah. in a child. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. They literally had the kid paint himself blue.
1: Yeah, and he had dreads. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. I will say, like, the best part about it is the visuals. Like, it's right. v- we saw it in 3D. And I don't normally like 3D. It often gives me a headache. But I was into it, like, visually. Like, you feel yes. – I almost I almost felt like I was on, like, a ride. Like, Like, because you totally. feel like you're in it and you're, like, underwater and you're flying and whatever. And, like, so that part, very cool. But when we were, like – 45 minutes into it and I was like, so, I thought we were just going to like start off with like, like, like catching us up to where we are and then like right. the new plot is going to start and then I realized like there is not in fact a new plot. Like we are it's the, the same plot. people are back. Same <laughs> shit, different day. Like we've moved to a new location. Also, let me just, I have, I have so many thoughts but can I just talk about how he was made the, like, chief of the community. And when the sky people return, he he says the fuck out of there. He takes his family and gets the, nopes the fuck out. And I was just like, I'm sorry, are you not the leader of these people? Like, yes, you can think that, like, that one guy is, like, chasing your family and, like, okay, you want to protect them. But, like, the rest of the humans are still freaking there. And you're just going to abandon your people, be like, I'm outie, like off to right. the water people. Like my
0: main question was, like, you know that they're just gonna follow you, right? And now you're just gonna make this someone else's problem, right?
1: It was, yeah, it was. Like you're was not so saving much-
0: anyone; you're just killing different people. I feel like what the movie is attempting to do is it's attempting to say we're trying to highlight the problems of white people, but. Through doing that, they use stereotypes, yeah, of non-white people, yeah, which is, the and they problem. still have
1: the white savior complex because freaking right. Sully, even though he now looks like a Navi, we know. He's a white man in there. Because also, he runs his family like a military unit. He wait, talks okay, to them like that the militarization of his family as well. Like He talks to them like he's their sergeant or whatever.
0: Wait, they all call him sir. I'm like, wait a minute. What decade are we in? Also, he talks for his wife. Okay, that, I have to say, besides... <laughs>
1: The my probably, my besides <laughs> the obvious, my biggest issue with this movie is that they do not develop the female lead character at At all all. she has no character and they make her very like they're typically savage like they they make make her her, like they make her her, like always like shrieking and crying and like feral and like wild and like he's the calm rational logical one who like comes in and be like we have to do it this way i'm protecting my family blah 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 and she's just like follows along and i just i'm not here for the way they represent her and their family dynamic and like she just i just i don't get it like i was like really like we're not gonna develop her character whatsoever she has no agency they don't like nothing she does like they ever trust it like they let her just be like quote hysterical all the time right and he's like supposed to be like the calm rational one and he's very like cowboy and like we're gonna do it my way and like i'm just like Are we serious? Like, this is truly the plot we've chosen to go with. I just, I couldn't believe it. And beyond that, sorry, I have so many thoughts. (laughs) Beyond that, like, not only is, like, the plot lacking, the writing, Mm. Olivia, (laughs) the number of times they said bro to each other. Okay, Okay. I why are we saying bro? Who wrote this? Right. I'm like, we're not on Earth in 2022. Like, we're on a different planet. He's in... like, bro, 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 bro. I'm like, who are you? Right. I'm like, why are we like surfer dudes? I was so confused by the bros. And also just like, the dialogue <laughs> itself was bad. like like Sully's care. Is that his name? Jake Sully? He, yeah. he talks in like cheesy. So- like he, ch- he talks in like, um, What's that? In riddles? Like not in riddles, but like he just says things that you're like It's like cliche? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like the motto of like a movie trailer. Like all of his lines are like movie trailer lines. And I'm like, what are you saying right now? I like, never, like, really- like, like his like when his son. Okay, you really need to skip ahead <laughs> if uh, if you haven't seen the movie because I'm about to spoil part of the ending. But when his like son dies, and then yeah. which I saw coming because like also that character didn't I develop I him. They didn't okay, develop sorry, sorry. his son at but all. So I was like, on? he's gonna
0: die. Right. Obviously, he was gonna die. They they didn't give him any. Personality, obviously, yeah. he's going to be the one they kill. Right. Sorry. I was just, I, Jack and I said this at the end of the movie. I was like, I knew he was going to die. I, of course, I still didn't want it to happen. I was like trying to think of ways it wouldn't happen. But I was like, no, they're going to kill him because they give him no personality other than being the like prodigal son who does everything that his father says. Right. Exactly. But then, like, when the younger kid,
1: like says something and his
0: dad him and he goes yep.
1: you've done enough done enough
0: i know i lost it i
1: was like you've got to be kidding me with i this. was like i could write this shit like i knew every line that was coming because it was just like your stereotypical bs and i was like are we serious like with this i just couldn't believe that like the first movie came out so freaking long ago and we've had so much discourse about what the problems were with that movie but the i first one right i was Lord, that it was just the, <laughs> the same. same. The and same also, like, there's so many actors. Like, Kate Winslet was in that movie, and I was like, Kate, you knew that script was bad. Like, you read that script, and you knew that it was bad.
0: Also, once again, like, what's with all these white people being right. cast in this movie? And it's kind of weird because it's like obviously they're a completely made up. Like, right,
1: they're not black or white or any, a, or any or like, yeah. But the, but they all
0: but have still, accents. Then right. they all have accents. It's all these white people impersonating accents, and I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's just weird. weird. It's weird. It, it gives off weird vibes. And also, okay, I have I have more things to say, which is so unfortunate. <laughs> the fact that they had <laughs> the fact that they had Sigourney Weaver play her Oh
1: daughter. my god, that was so <laughs> unnecessary.
0: I was like, you have to be kidding me! Like it was distracting. It I'm was like, distracting. This is Sigourney Weaver. Like, also, she's daughter. playing, like,
1: a teenager. And I'm like, you're right. a very adult woman. She,
0: like, if they Sigourney really – like, in her 70s? Right. I'm
1: like, if you really wanted Sigourney Weaver in this movie, just let her keep doing the flashbacks or whatever. Like, do herself. Right. But she didn't need to portray her daughter. Like, I was like, all I can hear when she speaks is Sigourney Weaver. Like, it's just – it's I her. All I can think
0: of is, like, these intimate moments that she has with the, like – with Spider. And it's like, I Sigourney know. Weaver. And it's like – 18. I was like,
1: this is icky. I can't. I can't. I really can't.
0: I That was so disturbing. Also, they clearly are setting up for a third movie, which apparently they've yeah. already filmed most of. Because really? they never... Yep. I looked this up. Apparently, they've already filmed most of it. It's coming out at the end of 2024, December 2024. Okay. And, and so we can't imagine it's going to be any better than this one was. No. Because, because if they filmed, filmed it. it right now,
1: and we already know this plot, like... <laughs>
0: It's going to be the same plot once again, because once again, the dude isn't dead, so it's still going to be him as the villain right? again. That also didn't make sense. There was no reason for Spider to save him. No. There was literally none. It was so stupid. Also, Spider's whole character annoyed me. Also, (laughs) wait, shoot. I just lost my train of thought. Oh, here it is. Um, (laughs) They... We're clearly setting up for it because they this whole thing with Kitty. I don't know what her actual name is, but it sounded like they were I, saying Kitty. I agree. The whole time. I
1: kept thinking I was like, "Are they saying Kitty?" And then they were saying something else. Like it's not Kitty, but it sounds like Kitty. I'm gonna go with Kitty though. Sigourney Weaver. So Took May- <laughs> falling down things like Took was like falling down <laughs> into the water. Like she was constantly getting lost. I was like, I need you to stay in one place, my dear. To like you together. gotta stop.
0: But okay, wait. So sorry. Back to Sigourney Weaver's character though. <laughs> They never developed her storyline it's like all of a sudden she's having she has epilepsy but she's also like connected to mother earth also right. I was like why are we making the girl who is actually white but just in an avatar's body the one who's connected to god
1: right and to like mother earth
0: yeah I in mother earth which is their god I'm like yeah what her name
1: I don't know I truly don't I truly do not know
0: but because the thing is, is I'm so interested in this, like, world that they've created. Yeah. I want to watch more of this world. That's right. what it is. Like, that's what keeps me so entertained. I want to see this world because it's so cool and different. But yeah. they just do it all wrong. I know. I agree. Mike and I were saying, we,
1: we were having this, like, huge debrief on our drive home from the movie theater yeah, about all gotta. the things that were we had took issue with. And then the things we liked, which was literally just, like, the visuals of it. And... <laughs> Mike was like, I feel like this should have just been like – he's like, I get that you have to do it in the theater because like the 3D is like what makes it cool. But he was like, I feel like this should just be like a show and like forget the – sky people part like we just want to see a show about the navi on pandora and like about their different communities and like what it looks like there because like that's what's cool about it like i don't care about the white people
0: coming down like i don't want (laughs) to hear about them like the sky people i I don't need them also sully referring to them as sky people is so annoying because like you're literally one of them they're from (laughs) the u.s like you are from the u.s like you know who they are
1: (laughs) just i just couldn't with this whole like cowboy military bit i'm like why are you running your family like you're like a soldier like have we not learned that like it was your people who were the problem here like why haven't you like adopted the ways of your community that you were like if now the chief of i don't understand but also
0: you're so right like what a waste of a movie to have the same plot right
1: i just couldn't believe it the like that plot.
0: movie costs like a billion dollars to
1: make the and same like movie, I watched like a video, like I said, a recap of the first one, and in it they were saying like how much the second one made or er, cost to make, and that even if it is like the highest grossing movie of all time, it will break even. So what's with how the much point? it was spent, exactly, I don't understand. And I was just like, if you're gonna spend that much money, at least part of it has to be on the writing of the plot. Like I just couldn't believe that it clearly again was like the least important part of the whole shebang and I was like
0: I think it just makes me so angry because I feel like there's potential in the world and they just make it so bad
1: I know it's just I just keep feeling like there's all these just like missed opportunities I'm like I don't understand
0: anyway like how um do we stop having like I don't even know what the right answer is because once again this is about like a made-up population but I'm just like the guy directing this is not doing the, a good a job. Yeah. <laughs> the writer's not good. is missing the point, I think.
1: Like, I get, like, a lot of it's, like, an allegory for, like, climate change and, like, oil drilling and, like, how we're horrible to the environment. And, like, I get all that. I'm here for it. Like, I liked, you know, they're showing about, like, the different animals and, like, what, like, I'm here for that message. But
0: the but rest also, of it
1: is, like.
0: They're once again just showing, like, they're like, oh. We destroyed our planet. We're gonna come right. They just left
1: theirs, and went- yeah,
0: exactly. So it's like pick one. If you want to do I a know. story about climate change, like do it differently. This is not the story because you keep messing it up. I was just so mad
1: at how he treats his wife. I was like, what in the world? Like, I know he's why? like,
0: I'll apologize for my wife. I'm like, literally, who are you, yeah. white man, pretending to be an avatar? I can't stand you. Like, I know. I can't. I couldn't believe that I forgot that they make him chief. <laughs> like, yeah. Are you right. ki- I, mean, I could talk about this forever because I am just like, it's so upsetting. I'm like, why couldn't she be chief? Why is what, he chief? She should have been. Wasn't it her dad? Yes. Exactly.
1: I can This that sexist, sexist that. bullshit. A white man can do like the absolute bare minimum can and do the still bare lead. <laughs> like, what the heck? No, I know. I was. I'm so glad that these were your thoughts because when I texted you beforehand to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see the movie," you were like, "Oh, like we saw. it, Like uh, I have thoughts, or like uh, we'll have to discuss or something." And yeah, I couldn't yeah. tell if you were like you had really liked it or not because it was like by text. And then afterwards, when Mike and I were discussing, I was like, "I hope it wasn't like Olivia loved this," but I was like, "I can't imagine that." <laughs> that would have been so I, I was like, "Oh my god, this was the best movie I've I ever seen." I've been like Olivia. We have to discuss your taste, <laughs> like. <laughs> No.
0: No, no, no. We have no, no. wow. Well,
1: okay. Like the same take. I'm pleased yeah. to hear it. So
0: glad that we just spent 20 <laughs> minutes talking about Avatar. I hope yeah. that was entertaining. We could have saved
1: the podcast from that. But if you have already seen <laughs> Avatar, let us know what were your thoughts. Did you find it the plot as lacking
0: as we did? Yeah, I we gotta know. Anywho, speaking of other crazy things on television let's talk about white lotus because that's also absolutely insane we'll keep this one far more brief because it wasn't as outrageous so there isn't as much to say um mainly just that we both watched season two i waited until all of the episodes came out to watch it as i do with all hbo shows because i find it ridiculous that with eight episodes they're doing this whole like we let some come out this yeah. week and some and this is stupid give me all eight episodes yeah This is not why I pay for your service. In fact, I actually don't pay for their service. I use someone else's, which is apparently going to become illegal soon. So I'm going to do as much as I can now. Um, (laughs) Anywho, I think I liked season two better than season one. I think I did too. Jack said he liked season one better. So Mm. you're not alone if you also feel that I liked
1: season one, but I think I liked two better.
0: Maybe it's just because I knew more of the cast and I really... Yeah. I thought it was just like
1: interesting too, like... The dynamic of Theo James's character and his wife, and then like the friend and Aubrey Plaza—it was so when, interesting and it dark. Was, it was dark and twisty, and I was and twisty. Was I know. I'm like, did they hook up at the end? Did they not? That's the thing; like, you don't really know, but you think like probably. And you're like, I feel like by the end, you think that like the what, what was the wife's character? Um, she what was her name, the blonde Oof. one. She. Uh. I feel like I she, by the end, you're kind of like, oh, she knows everything that's going on. And she's just kind of like yep. doing what she needs to do to get by. And like, that she's part got it where off, she's like,
0: out. let me show you a photo of my trainer. And she describes <gasps> she him and then shows her shows son. She shows the baby. I was like, I was oh, like, girl.
1: Ooh. Oh, girl.
0: I kind of yeah. loved her, though. She was giving she me was good. Like, Laura Linney and Ozark Vibes, exactly. obviously very different characters, but like they're actually the ones in charge. I feel like she should get like a golden Globe. Like, I felt like her acting
1: was like impeccable because she was doing like very subtle things, but you were like still getting that she, like knows more. And, like she was yeah. good. I thought she was really good. I really liked her, yeah. Jennifer Coles just remains amazing. I thought that, um, what's her name? Haley
0: Joy Page who, or something or Haley yeah the who, played, Joy, or
1: something. Um, who played Portia. She was just, like, yeah. I feel like she was, like, so relatable. She was, like, the hot mess character who was just, like, I'm trying to, like, find a guy. And then, like, doesn't, like, the nice guy goes for the psychopath. Yeah. And you're, like, <laughs> she's getting caught up in a whole thing. And I'm, like, my girl. Like, get out I of
0: felt this. like her character was also, like, very on the nose about, like, millennial slash Gen Zers. Just being, like, yeah. I just want to live, you know? Like, I just want to experience life. And then this guy is, like, listen, you have nothing to complain about. Like, I felt like that was really yeah well done because I was just like she is our generation of people being like I just want to experience things and like not knowing what they're talking about like what do you want to experience like she just kept being like everything makes me miserable and I just want to experience life like I just felt like that was definitely a commentary like commentary on how people like in our generation act sometimes yeah oh man yeah she was she was funny
1: and then like yeah the two girls um Lucia and Mia um Oh yeah, they, they
0: were funny. They and, were so like, funny,
1: doing doing their own thing.
0: Um, yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was a little bit darker than the first season, even though the first season was also like dark. Yeah, a little. It felt a little darker. Um, but I really liked it. I kind of hope that they keep it going. I feel like, like they, they can.
1: Like if they I want think so to. too.
0: I wonder if they'll just like keep you know like doing they did in the first season, yeah. but like keep one person. You know, yeah, kind yeah, of maybe, tie like, have it. one
1: person tie over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like um, but I just think it's cool because it's almost like these stories of very ordinary people that then become like very weird. Yeah. You know, like none of these people seem like so crazy other than Jennifer Coolidge's character. Yeah. Um, but all of them seem like normal people and then they all become like kind of psycho. Yeah. Or like get up, get caught up in these like crazy situations. So, mm-hmm. anywho. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was good. Would recommend to anyone who hasn't seen it if- Yet, but I feel like most people have. I feel like we're honestly late to the game. With yeah, I feel like how people have seen it by now, but yeah. Encourage. Um our last pop culture topic before we get into our intentions for 2023, um, is Prince Harry. <laughs> and to be <laughs> honest, I don't even know where to start with this because I gotta say. This whole time, I've been very pro hearing everyone's side to the story. I'm very, pro, I'm very pro Meghan Markle, first of Me all. Me too. Very mm-hmm. pro Meghan Markle. I don't really care too much about the royal family. They're like not my, <laughs> not my family, not my problem. Yes. <laughs> but I've been very open to like you know everyone has their you know there's your truth, my truth, and the actual truth like mm-hmm. kind of vibe. But I'm like, you guys got to relax, like. I can't hear one more one more version of this. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing about this. And now we're getting the most insane headlines of apparently the Spanish version of the book was released or like, you yeah, know. Or like
1: leaked or something. Leaked. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's what it was. And now we're getting the most insane headlines about how Harry lost his virginity to an older woman in like a back alley or whatever. Like I just... <laughs> I, I know. I'm
1: like, do I need to know this? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> and they're like, they're like, literally, the headline is like, Harry said he mounted woman. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Like, how is how is this being printed? Like, I can't yeah. <laughs> read any more of this. Uh,
1: I know. I can't tell if it's like legit or not. Or I, I, I honestly didn't even know he was writing a book until like very recently. Like, I just consumed their documentary series. I still which I haven't, in- I haven't watched that.
0: You haven't watched that. No, I need to, but I've been busy.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. You have. But I watched that. I enjoyed it. I felt like they actually focused a lot more on like different things that I thought they would focus on. Like they focused more Mm -hmm. on how they like started dating and fell in love and like their relationship and then a lot about like the media and like how the media treated her and then their lawsuit with some Mm -hmm. of the British newspapers and like – them coming to the U.S. and sort of, like, their treatment in in the media and stuff like that. They do touch on some stuff about, like, the royal family, but I didn't feel like it was, like, a royal family expose, really. Like, I felt like Which it is was, like – good. Like, I felt like they touched on, like, that their family has more control over the media than they let on and that they mm. feed them stories sometimes or that they choose not to – take away other stories and they're very selective about it. And it seems like they protect more so like Charles and William and they Mm -hmm. didn't protect Harry and Meghan. Um, But beyond that, I didn't feel like they were like roasting the Royal family or anything like that. And I feel like people wanted to act like that's what it was, but I didn't even really think that's what it was. I felt like it was more an indictment of like the media culture and like the racism of like how people refer to Meghan Markle. Um, So I enjoyed the series but then I'm but I'm also like a little torn because I mean I like the series but I'm torn about the fact that like they seem to kind of want privacy and they seem to kind of want to live like a normal life and then I'm like but this book though right like how but does then that you fall keep into signing deals with like
0: everyone yeah also I just there's this um Instagram I follow they're also podcasts called chicks in the office they're like a pop culture one and they posted this video on and it's like these are all the the headlines right now it's like Prince Harry snapped at Meghan Markle in cruel fight that led to therapy. Prince Harry claims Prince William re- recoiled from Meghan Markle's hug. Tormented Prince William felt guilt over Charles' affair. Prince Harry details losing his virginity to older woman in Quick Ride. Like, Prince Harry once believed Diana faked her own death to escape press. Like these are the headlines. Oh, here's another one. Queen's opinion of tequila-loving Chelsea Davy played role in Prince Harry breakup. Charles didn't hug Prince Harry after receiving Diana, or revealing Diana died in a car crash. Prince Harry admits he lied. Actually, did cocaine as a teenager. Like, I can't see any more of these. This is absolute insanity. I'm like, is this really all in your book? Like, keep some of this private. I know. Even if you have a tell-all book, you don't have to tell it all. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll
1: be reading this book or if I'll just be like looking for articles that give me the Cliff Notes versions of what's going on. Because I'm like curious, but I'm also like, I feel like I know more than I need to know on some topics.
0: So I, I am also just curious what like the end goal is for them. Yeah. Because like they had the Oprah special, which I loved. Don't get me wrong. Or were you were you silenced? silenced? Such an important question. Um, I will be watching the Netflix documentary probably like on a slow work day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I just now this book like this book which Rebecca and I are still shocked is called Spare.
1: Yeah, I feel like that was so on the nose. I just can't even believe that's the title.
0: What I want to know is that. Also what I should title my memoir.
1: <laughs> you are in no way a spare. What are you talking about?
0: I just feel like any second child could claim that they're the spare. Like anyone can claim that. Like I don't think we need to be so dramatic. Like literally child two through etc. Like any of them can be called the spare. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so just... ay, ay, ay. yeah. I'll be interested to see what more we hear about that but Wow, this makes me want to write a tell all. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them about that time I took your dress
0: back to college with me. (laughs) If I did have a stand up, I would have to include that story. Because I feel like the act itself isn't even that entertaining anymore, but I do think I do a good job retelling. (laughs) The outrage
1: of when I stole Olivia's dress.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in my mind, At the time, it was so shocking. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was kind of – it was, like, very out of character for me, which I think is why
0: it was so – I feel like that was your rebel moment. (laughs) (laughs) Some kids sneak out of the house. Rebecca took a dress I asked her not to take back to college.
1: (laughs) And, like, one time. I, like, never did that with any other article.
0: (laughs) No, literally the one time. (laughs) Meanwhile, I definitely wore your clothes all the time, even when you asked me not to growing up. Yeah. Yeah. But once I do it, that's too far. (laughs) Now it's the leading story in my memoir. (laughs) Also, everyone, I know it's memoir. I'm not that annoying. I just like
1: being annoying. (laughs) I just love it when you say it like that.
0: Uh, It's like how I say mature. Yeah. But sometimes I have to remember that there could be people listening who don't know me and think I'm being serious, and that scares me. (laughs) I All right, you. everyone.
1: Glad you're back. I missed you
0: too. Uh, missed you. Missed doing this podcast. Missed being. This is just an outlet for my ridiculousness. So, anywho, Rebecca and I did have an actual topic for this episode. Okay, yeah, Forty so minutes in, let's
1: turn to our topic. Oh my god, I have to really edit this this guy up. But
0: uh, <laughs> is this an episode about our twenty twenty three intentions, or
1: is it about an Avatar: Avatar to The Way of Water
0: episode? <laughs> Oh, the way of water i do have to say when i walked <laughs> One more thing about avatar. when i <laughs> when i walked in to see avatar 2 i literally said out loud i have no idea what this movie is about and i really should have watched a trailer
1: <laughs> yeah Yeah, I was glad I knew ahead of time that it was over three hours long and that there was a lot to do about underwater. Because I think I would have been a little shook to have been like, oh, we're like in a whole new place. But I'm like, Mike afterwards, he was like, so what's three going to be like? In the mountains? Like, are we just going to keep (laughs) going? Like, are we just going to go to different, like, geographic? We're going to go to the desert next? Like, we're just going to go to different... (laughs) location it's almost
0: like now it feels like they're kind of co-opting avatar the last airbender exactly exactly
1: he literally was like it's just getting elemental like we're just gonna do different elements like
0: i can't (sighs) i can't (laughs) too much anyway
1: we gotta stop talking about (laughs) avatar (sighs) but let it like i'm gonna put a question up on our instagram polls because i want to know people's thoughts on avatar
0: yeah no i really
1: want to know your thoughts (sighs) I need to know. Okay. Um. Moving on. Our topic for today is our intentions for 2023. We try not to do like too many like concrete resolutions, but like yeah, some like kind talked- of resolution-y, But like some are more just like general intentions for ourselves. Yeah,
0: we talked about this. I think last year when we did this episode too. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we're not like I sometimes resolutions to me feel very much like your before and after pictures you know yeah like,
1: it's like a little too intense
0: it's like a little too i need to fix myself and yeah, like or like not new year new for. me
1: like like it's not right. like really about like changing everything about yourself or no. that you can't love yourself as you are right now it's more so just like what are some things that i've reflected on and been like these are things that either like to do or like to work on or just like right. yeah just like kind like of mindset. we obviously stuff.
0: already a 10 out of the 10 right i have no notes <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> but if i really want to go the extra mile <laughs> right right but if i really want to be reflective whatever like, try to better myself for something yeah What right. if i have to find something this is what i've found but yeah. otherwise no notes <laughs> Yeah, so,
1: so much okay um oh i can kick it off so incredible. we can go like back and forth my first one is like not that deep but just like i want to keep working on my ice skating um well, we can't wait for what did we call this segment r- uh like rink time with rebecca or rebecca at the rink <laughs> rebecca at the rink
0: rebecca at the rink <laughs> can't wait for more rebecca at the rink yeah so i want to keep
1: ice skating and like i want my goal to be that like by next winter I can like confidently skate forwards and like go to an ice rink and feel feel good about it so that's the goal. I love that and I definitely think that's possible I think it's achievable. I'm not trying to be like I want to learn how to like do jumps or something. I just want to be able to skate forwards and I think I can handle it. I love that
0: um, My first goal is to work on my Spanish so for those of you who don't know I studied abroad um, <laughs> in Spain and it's my whole personality um but I did there was a point in time where my Spanish was like not that bad like I it was it was pretty good but that was like six years ago now and after I graduated college it definitely like significantly went downhill because I just wasn't using it anymore and Jack and I were talking about how we want to go to Europe next year and it was I was like, I would love to go to Spain, but like, I'm going to be embarrassed to to speak Spanish at my current level. So I just, I don't want to feel embarrassed about my Spanish level. Like, I have the potential to get back to a good place. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to work on it. I've been doing Duolingo for a few days now, and I find it fun. I also love Duo the Owl, love him on TikTok. (laughs) So his
1: social media presence is
0: very good. Yeah. So that's something I'd like to continue to work on. I think I've heard.
1: I haven't done it, but I think I've heard is that if you watch um, like Netflix shows or movies that you like know already, like you know them pretty well and you put on the in Spanish and in Spanish subtitles, mm-hmm. then it can be very helpful to like refresh with some
0: vocab. I definitely think I need to do that. I think I also need to just listen to things in Spanish, even with English subtitles, like just the listening helps in general. I used to do that a lot actually when I was in Spain and that was super helpful. I would, list- I would watch this YouTube TV show called Caso Cerrado and it was basically like Judge Judy, but wild. Amazing, And yeah, I think I just need to do more of those things. And I need to start speaking to people in Spanish. Like I have friends who also speak Spanish. I should just yeah. do it, but I get embarrassed.
1: I, feel like there's, I, I totally get it because I feel like the, yeah, there's just like a level of embarrassment where you're like, they obviously speak English so much better than I speak whatever language. So mm-hmm. it's easier to do that. But I feel like people like and it's embarrassing sometimes to do it in front of your friends if you feel like oh it's not that good but i feel like it's better to just just try
0: totally i was also talking to one of my friends who was saying that like it's a very american thing to be like self-conscious about speaking in another language like people all over the world speak english and will use their english and i just it's like very yeah american to be like oh i like have learned another language but i'm not going to use it right yeah <laughs>
1: Well, that's a good one. My second one is that I want to keep reading for fun. Um, I did more of it this year, but I want to do even more of it. So I'm my goal, like I wasn't trying to be like super ambitious. I was like, I want my goal to be like at least a book a month. But I think I can go love. beyond that. But my goal is a book a month. So.
0: I love that. That's kind of what I was going for this past year. And because I just developed more of a habit of reading, it ended up being way more than that because yeah. I started making time for it. And once I was already built into my schedule, it was easier to do, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I already finished one book. Um, so I already have one for this month, but I just got a book from the library on my iPad. So I'm excited to start that one.
0: Literally, look at her go. Um, I also would like to read more this year. I mean, I was very happy with the reading I did last year. Um, but I would like to continue this year. So um, I last year, I ended up reading 36 books at the end of the year. Um, she's, she's a star. I'm hoping to get to 40 this year. But I also don't want it to be like... Like a concrete number. It's like, yeah. yeah. I don't want it to... I don't want the reason I'm reading to be propelled by a number. Yeah. Because I feel like that's when I ruin all of my hobbies. <laughs> right, right. It's not like... There's no metric. You just want to enjoy yourself. Totally. So and I also want to continue to read things that like make me happy and bring me joy, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but also step out of my comfort zone every now and again to read like different types of stories because you never know what will surprise you. So um, I finished one book so far this year called The Dead Romantics and I really liked it. It was kind of like a supernatural twist on a romance story and it was cheesy but I also really liked it and I also thought it was a really beautiful story about loss and grief and also just looking at death in a different way that was Mm. I don't know just very peaceful like it was a a very peaceful representation of loss and I thought that that was really nice so I would highly recommend
1: love that Um, okay another one of my intentions is To ask for help when I need it more often, including with wedding stuff because I have a tendency to just like do it all, do it all, do it all and just like have at it and I have trouble sometimes asking for help when I could use it and I want to do that more because I also don't want to like get – I sometimes will do things where it's like I haven't asked anyone for help. And so I just keep doing things, and then all of a sudden I'm like super overwhelmed. And I'm like, why isn't anybody helping me? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I didn't ask. So
0: I have so been there. That is a very relatable <laughs> feeling. But yeah, I mean, it's just hard because people can't read your mind. But at the same right. time, it feels like such a big thing to ask someone to help you. So mm-hmm. I I see it from both sides, but I think that's great. Um, one of my goals is to say no more often. <laughs> <laughs> On my intentions, I feel like I'm the queen of being a yes girl, mm. and sometimes I think it's a good quality. It's like in those interviews where, like, my weakness is that I care too much, yeah. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> not that annoying, but I really do feel like I do myself a disservice by signing myself up for things that I either don't actually want to do or don't have the mental capacity to do, mm. and that's no one else's fault but my own like i have the power to say no to things whether it be in work in friendships in plans in whatever like i can say no and i don't and not that i'm never say no but i don't i try not to and i think i need to be better about just saying no to stuff and being okay with that so hmm. that's one of my intentions that's a good one another one of mine
1: is to work on learning a few new things to cook I have, like, a few things that I can make, but I feel like I don't have a lot of confidence in the kitchen, and I want to, like, have, like, like a handful of things that I can make and, like, feel good about that are, like, that I genuinely enjoy or that Mike and I both genuinely enjoy, and that, like, wouldn't take up a ton of time. So I want to, like, this year think of some new things that I'd be like, what would I like to add into the dinner rotation, that. I feel
0: like I already have ideas for you because that's oh great all the things I make. I
1: want ideas. Please send them my way. <laughs> send me ideas. Because I feel like sometimes Mike and I end up eating like the same like three things and he's more creative than me. Like he'll try out new things, but I like just stick to the, the few things I know how to do or that are like very quick to do. And they're not always the most healthy. And I just – I want to think of some like healthy but yummy things that I could do that also wouldn't like take me a shit ton of time because totally after work I'm like too tired to put a lot of thought my biggest
0: pet peeve is having to feed myself (laughs) I know
1: it is so exhausting to be honest to like every day like finish work and be like
0: and now I have to make a dinner (laughs) are you kidding me I just worked for eight to nine hours and you work even more and now you want me to work more By cooking? Are you kidding I'm
1: like, I can't even complain because, like, nine times out of ten, Mike does it for us. But I'm just like, (laughs) the time I do have to do it, I'm, like, beyond belief that I have to. And I'm like, he must feel like this all the time. And I just – I need to think of some new things. Or I would – I, like, I just don't know if I can be a person who, like, meal preps, really. I'm like, maybe I should, like, a little bit. But I don't think I'm ever going to be one of those people who, like, on Sunday makes meals for, like, the whole week or whatever. Mm -hmm. But – I need to get a little bit better at adding some things into the dinner rotation that would get me more excited. Because I feel like for some reason, like, I just don't get excited about lunch and dinner. I'm, like, all about the breakfast and then the rest of it I'm like, "Mm."
0: I started getting excited about lunch when I made meals for dinner that I really liked and, and then got a to leftovers. have leftovers. Yeah, that's yes. what I need to get into. I agree. I feel like that really helped me with lunch because lunch stresses me out as a meal. Lunch is like
1: definitely my least favorite meal at this point I in would
0: time. love like if I go out at work to get lunch, like I pick up a salad or a sandwich or whatever, I'm like, great. But the idea of having to meal prep a salad yeah. makes me want to pull my hair out. Like I right. have no interest in doing that. I agree. So you know what? It's just like, I think also it's easier to cook when you stop trying to make your, make yourself cook things that you don't want to cook, Right? you know?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I need to find some things that I like can learn to like to do and like the results and won't take up too much time and then I'll
0: be good. Totally. I love that. Kind of in a similar note, um, I want to bake more this year. Oh, I just nice. want to bake yummy things. I feel like I've finally found – the kind of area of baking that I really enjoy, which is unsurprisingly breakfast and bread themed. <laughs> so I feel like I just want to keep making time for that because I really enjoy it and I mm. love to eat breakfast and bready things. I want to work on not
1: obsessing over if things are perfect or how they, quote, should be. Mm. Um, I feel like I sometimes just, like, want a situation to go a certain way or I want, like, an activity or an event or a moment to be a certain way or I think I get in my head, like, oh, it's going to go like this and if it doesn't, I'm, like, worried that, like, not everyone had a good time or that it wasn't, like, how it was supposed to go and I feel like I need to work on just, like, letting go of, like, what it – what is supposed to be, like, what what even is that?
0: Yeah. That's a really good one. I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in the ideas that we create in our head that it makes reality
1: less fun. Yeah, and I think especially with the wedding planning and everything and the wedding Mm -hmm. coming up, like I want to feel like a goal for myself is to feel very present in what I'm doing and not getting like obsessive over is this the most absolute perfect Pinterest aesthetic version of this thing? Or is it just like, it's nice and I like it and like yeah. it's fun and like I want to have a good time with it like I I don't think I want to obsess or I'm try- like I want to work on not obsessing over like too many details or how exactly everything is so that I'm not enjoying stuff or I'm so worried about how it looks that I forget about like it doesn't even really matter how it looks in the end like what matters is like I'm getting married to my person and like we have a good time and like it's about us and our friends and family celebrating and so I want to make sure that I'm not getting too hung up on like well how does this look compared to all these people I see on TikTok or on Instagram or Mm -hmm. how other people I know had their wedding or you know I just I need to make sure that we like it and are having a good
0: time. Totally. Also, everything online is fake. Yeah. So <laughs> like it, I was thinking, I think about that even like when I was on vacation, like posting vacation pictures, which I did have a wonderful time, but it's like even that it's like a highlight reel or yeah. like I post a photo of me and Jack and I hated the other 87, but this <laughs> so, is the only yeah. one I liked, you know? So it's just like, Yeah. Or like I had this cute photo of me like feeding a wallaby and like behind it is me looking disgusting, feeling <laughs> disgusting. It was a million degrees. Like it was a wonderful day, but it's just like you you just only see this yeah. little snapshot. You don't see the whole picture. So I just always try to remind myself, especially when it's like you're comparing an experience you're having to an experience that other people have. Like you just got to take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, another one of my resolutions is to stay home more. <laughs> which I know we were just talking about how hard it is to get out of the house. And I don't necessarily mean like stay in my literal apartment. I just mean like be in San Francisco more often because I spent, honestly, it felt like half of last year traveling. Maybe it wasn't actually that much, but that's really what it felt like. You were like
1: like all over the place.
0: I can't remember a time where Jack and I were home for more than two weekends in a row. Mm -hmm. And It feels unnecessary. Also, I think what's hard is that so many of our friends and family are like flights away, which I'm so lucky that I'm able to like hop on a plane and go places, but it's very exhausting. And we live in a really cool place to be like constantly not in it or flying somewhere else. It's also way too expensive to live here to not live here. So um, yeah, I just want to stop going so many places. and be in my own home (laughs) and also enjoy the city I live in you know Mm
1: -hmm. yeah this is one of my other um, intentions is kind of similar which is like I want to try more restaurants and activities like in Boston I feel like with the pandemic and just like how long it ended up kind of going and like our approach to it it just meant that like for a lot of time like we didn't go out and Mm -hmm. that was right we 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 felt good about doing that but now that we can do it more. I feel like there's a lot that I still want to see, like even within the city and the areas around it. And like, I feel like sometimes when people ask me for like a recommendation for, oh, where should we go to like eat in Boston? And I'm like, I don't really know. Like I don't go to that many restaurants downtown. I like stick to the ones that are a little bit closer to where I live. And even then, like we just, we didn't go out that much in 2020 or 2021. So I think I want next year to like try out some new spots and maybe do some more brunches, which are my favorite meal, and just see what what spots I like. I love that.
0: Um, another one of mine that's like a little more serious, I guess. A little, I guess, more serious than staying home. Um, <laughs> is I want to work on my relationship with exercise because I feel like I've always been a pretty active. Person, but I feel like I've made it really not fun for myself because mm-hmm. I just put a lot of pressure on it. Or for me, movement has always been related to weight goals or, mm-hmm. you know, burning calories or whatever. And not even when I would try to make it based on something else, like getting stronger, it was like by that I really meant gain, getting leaner and like more muscular. Yeah. Like it was still really tied to my body and because of that i think i've put so much pressure on the gym that it's actually the gym or just any form of exercise it's become really anxiety producing for me because it just feels like there's so much pressure on it it's like if i don't go it's going to ruin everything and then because i'm so anxious about it i don't go at all it's just i just want to have a healthier balance with it again and mm-hmm. just remember why i enjoyed it in the first place um and with that I also want to talk about it less. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like I used to be in this place where I had to tell everyone all the time if I was working out. Right. Or if I wasn't. Yeah. It was like I had to Snapchat everyone when I was at the gym. And it was like, why?
1: Who right. cares?
0: Right. So I want to not talk about it with other people. <laughs> yeah. Not that it's like I'm hiding it, but I just, it's not, I don't want to, I think because I made it my whole personality or was trying to make it my whole personality, it made me hate it. Yeah. You know? Whereas mm-hmm. it can just be one just piece like a thing of you me. do sometimes. Right. Yeah. There are a lot of things that I enjoy. And this can just be a thing. It doesn't have to be everything or the most right. important. It doesn't thing. have to be your one thing. Yeah. Right. That's good. I
1: have like a, a similar like um, I want to work on finding more consistent ways to just like stay active and move around Bec- and like not not any specific goals on anything not even like on what the activity has to be but my job can be very sedentary like I have to mm-hmm. sit at a desk for a long time and like when I do wear my Apple watch, it's like constantly telling me to like freaking stand up because I'm just like (laughs) That's why I stopped wearing mine. I was like,
0: (laughs) stop yelling at me.
1: (laughs) So I just want to try to find like better ways to just like move around. Like I need to like reincorporate going on walks. Like I've gotten very bad. I like was doing my hot girl walks for a while and then they Mm -hmm. really like fell off. Like I do my dance class. So that's good. And I'm doing my ice skating. So I just want to just find like different ways that like things I actually enjoy, but keep me moving so that I'm not just sitting at my desk all day because I feel like totally not even about like weight stuff but just like it's not great for your health to not move around so
0: I think what's so cool too about dance and ice skating for you is like there are other goals attached to them mm-hmm. you know like ice skating it was like it was just a skill you really wanted to learn and dance yeah. is like a form of movement you've loved your whole life and like mm-hmm. i think that's really cool i think that's what i want too for me when it comes to, yeah. to exercise is i want there to be a goal attached to it outside of like weight or body appearance or you mm-hmm. know what i mean like just I, like a I, joy I, or a challenge or yeah and like i went to the gym today and i was Once again, I promise this is not going to be a podcast where I talk about going to the gym, but when I was there, I was listening to a podcast that I found really funny and I was like, I like being here because it also gives me an opportunity to like listen to a podcast or just like take time for myself or Mm -hmm. once again, leave my home. Like, you know, just associating other things with it other than like numbers, goals, I guess.
1: Totally. That was the thing about like ice skating too. Like when I was doing it, um, like- when I could tell that I had made like a slight progress from like one class to the next, like that was very exciting and motivating Mm -hmm. to be like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm still bad, but I'm getting better. And at the end, I would feel hopeful to be like, given that in just an hour, I feel like I was better than I was last week. I'm like, imagine that like, I I think I can actually like learn how to skate. Like it's actually going to like happen. And having that kind of challenge or motivation or excitement about achieving a goal, that's not about like, what I look like or anything it's just like about a skill that I'm like trying to yeah acquire was cool love that
0: um and then my last one is to write more and Ooh. this is twofold one I literally just want to have the practice of writing more often because the other day I was writing a card and my hand cramped up and I'm just like <laughs> Is this a skill that I don't use enough that I'm like physically incapable of doing it to the level that I should be able to? Like I just I used to write at work, like whenever like my had a to-do list or notes, I would write it all down. And then I switched to this new job and there were so many things to put on my list that I needed to type them up because they were just getting lost in a written notebook. But I wanna write things down more often. And I also I hope this isn't another year where I've just like wasted money on a journal that I never use. (laughs) But I bought like this journal on Etsy that's kind of like a quick little wellness journal. And I liked it because it's like, it has little prompts. And it also is like ways that you've like, took care of yourself today, or it's like a self-care checklist. And there's all these things. Some of them include exercise, but some are like reading or whatever. Because I hate those wellness books that are it's like, what exercise did you do today? And I'm like, leave me alone. I don't want a fitness tracker. I don't want a meal tracker. I don't want any of that. But I do like, you know, hear all the ways that you can like practice some self-care like did you do any of these today and just a wide variety so i'm excited to write physically in that notebook <laughs> um also my therapists the multiple of them recommend journaling mm-hmm. and i never do it and i really should because i'm assuming there's like science behind there's why they want me to, to journal it, yeah since they're all something it. to it <laughs> literally how dare they so i'm gonna work on that or whatever for my stupid <laughs> mental health
1: <laughs> <sighs> i love that okay and my final um, intention is like i don't i don't even know exactly how i'm gonna execute on it but it's just like a general goal which is that i want to find ways to be more like silly and playful I feel like sometimes I get really caught up in like just daily minutiae or just like I let things like stress me out, whether it's like work or just like random tasks or errands I need to do, just like random stuff. And I don't know. I feel like I just need to take myself a little bit less seriously (laughs) is basically what I think. Like I feel like I need to be like not so hard on myself and just – I don't know. I feel like every so often I have these moments where I'm like, we're just like floating along on in space on like this giant like rock <laughs> and like what is anything anyways? Like what <laughs> is work? What is nine yep. to five? What is like all these things? And I'm like, I feel like I just I need to not get wrapped up in, in stuff and just like let things be like a little silly. Like ev- not everything is the end of the world. So
0: yeah, no, I think it's so easy to do that though. I feel like doing like fun activities like dance and like ice skating and stuff too like you can incorporate it in that too just like Mm -hmm. not taking yourself too seriously like not being so hard on yourself like just letting yourself have fun you know
1: yeah totally
0: also I just remembered I had one more classic Can't read my own list. Um, the problem is, is that I went out of order in my list. Uh, I see. You know, I wrote it down. I should have just gone from the top to the bottom, but of course, I didn't do that. Um, my last one is also making more time for my relationship because I feel like I've been in a relationship for so long now. It's been like almost seven years, and because of that, I often am just like, "Oh, this is like such a consistent thing," you know, that's just always around, and that's great. But I feel like when it's almost more important to do that when you're like kind of deeper into a relationship because you realize Mm -hmm. that you get in your routines and then you just like forget to stop and like really enjoy it. Um, So yeah, I just want to make sure I'm making enough time for it. And I feel like I got caught in this habit too in college of just not wanting, I don't know. I never wanted to be like the girl with a boyfriend who just like wasn't fun anymore or like I don't yeah, know or, like
1: only does stuff with your boyfriend or whatever yeah
0: and I think I got so caught up in that that sometimes I don't let myself enjoy my relationship because I'm like oh no like I need to you know like don't be like don't prioritize it too much you know and yeah, it's like yeah. I just think as we're getting older too it's like no I don't to prioritize that so <laughs> yeah. um yeah <laughs> I want to I want to make sure that I'm making time for it and prioritizing it as well. Love it. So those are our 2023
1: intentions. Um, Feel free to share with us if you have any of your own that you're working on um, or looking forward to doing in the new year um thank you so much for joining us on another episode of sisterly if you made it through that rant on avatar like really (laughs) kudos to you um (laughs) clearly Olivia and I should have discussed before the podcast so we like filtered out and like really synthesized our commentary but um we love you so much and we'll see you next week on another episode of sisterly